This episode may contain content not suitable for some audiences, including crimes against children, mentions of suicide, descriptions of a graphic nature, and adult language at times. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to True Crime Britain. Join me, Rhiannon, each Wednesday as I tell the solved and unsolved stories of some of the most disturbing, mysterious and heartbreaking crimes committed throughout the United Kingdom. Welcome to this week's episode. When 17-year-old Bernadette Walker disappeared in the summer of 2020, it was initially thought the teenager had simply run away and was hiding from her parents. However, disturbing details soon began to emerge, and the eyes of detectives soon turned to the man Bernadette called Dad. Scott Walker was the last person to see Bernadette before she vanished, and it seemed that he knew more of what had happened than he was willing to tell. Today, almost three years later, two people sit behind bars, convicted of Bernadette's murder and perverting the course of justice. And yet, the teenager has never been found. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In 2020, Bernadette Walker was a bubbly and fun 17-year-old girl studying photography at a local college in Peterborough and was making plans for the future. 
Her brother, 20-year-old Anthony, said, She was really good at art. I think she did want to pursue a career in art at some point, but she was also talking a lot about going to America. Bernadette was a bit shy around new people, but when she got to know you, she would open up and show her true self. The teenager lived in the same house at Century Square, Peterborough, with her mother, 38-year-old Sarah Walker, and a man who she called Dad, 51-year-old Scott Walker. Scott was not Bernadette's biological father, and her mother was not actually married to him. But he had been in the teenager's life for a long, long time. Bernadette had ten siblings, who Sarah had had with seven different men. The youngest was born on June the 10th, 2020, just before a horrible change of events was about to begin. A little over a month after her sister's birth on July the 16th, Bernadette revealed to her mother that Scott had been sexually abusing her for about seven years. Sarah and Bernadette talked the whole night, but in the end, Sarah told her daughter that she did not believe the allegations. Afterwards, the situation at home got so heated that Scott took Bernadette to stay with his parents in Dukesmead, Warrington. Weirdly, the teenager did not take her phone, which remained at her home at Century Square. Bernadette did have a rucksack containing overnight items and a notebook. And in that notebook, the teenager had written down about the conversation between her and her mother. Scott left Bernadette crying on the doorstep of his parents' home and drove away. The following day, July the 17th, at 10.49am, Scott arrived at his parents' home to collect Bernadette. But what happened after this is still a mystery. On Tuesday, July the 21st, 2020, at 1.31am, Sarah contacted Cambridgeshire Police via web chat service, writing, Hi, I just wanted some advice because our 17-year-old daughter ran off after a row. According to Sarah, Bernadette had sent her messages saying that she was okay, but nobody had heard from her for a while. Sarah was then advised to call 101 to report Bernadette missing. The call was placed at 3.18am and lasted for 50 minutes, and it went a bit like this. Hiya, it's, um, Mrs. Walker. Um, I'm just ringing to report my 17-year-old daughter, uh, missing. She ran away on Saturday lunchtime, but I knew where she was until she stopped messaging at, um, 1am, uh, yesterday morning. Yeah, and I sort of, I gave her the day to sort of, to sort it out a bit because it's not the first time she's done it. And then, of course, as, um, it's become, 
I've become aware of the fact that she's not where she told us she was. So obviously, I um, that's why I'm phoning now. The call handler asked Sarah where exactly Bernadette had last been seen, to which she replied, Where was it she got... Um, she jumped out of the car and ran off. I'm just asking her dad now. A male voice then says, Uh, Salter's way. The call handler then wanted to know if Bernadette mentioned where she was going. According to Sarah, her daughter had just left without telling her any of her plans. Apparently, Scott had been talking to Bernadette about their row and how they could sort things out back home. But the 17-year-old said she didn't want to go home, so she got out of the car and ran away. Sarah told the officer that Bernadette had said at some point that she was staying at her ex-boyfriend's house. But curiously, Sarah had not gone to check on her daughter and had not even contacted her boyfriend's parents. Uh, I didn't know because his parents are, um, they're Polish and I, well, she doesn't speak a word of English. At the end of the call, Sarah was asked to give Bernadette's description and the officer wanted to know if she had ever run away before, to which Sarah replied yes. The following day, the 22nd of July, Sarah called the non-emergency number 101 again and asked if it would be wise to put out an appeal over Bernadette's disappearance on Facebook. During the phone call, Sarah mentioned the sexual abuse claims against Scott more than once and also said Bernadette admitted lying about the allegations. Later that day, a police officer arrived at the Walker household to search Bernadette's bedroom as part of the missing persons investigation. Scott was present at the house and told the officer, with tears in his eyes, that he and Sarah were not a couple anymore, that she was now in a relationship with another man called Chris. Scott also mentioned the sexual abuse allegations that Bernadette had made against him and said she had probably done so to get him out of the house so Chris could move in. At 7.40pm, Sarah posted on Facebook asking her daughter to return home, saying her grandfather was sick. Sarah had also made several Google searches after Bernadette allegedly ran away, including My daughter is missing. Can we search for where her phone was last used? On the 23rd of July, an article about Bernadette's disappearance was published in Peterborough Matters, which read Bernadette Walker, 17, jumped out of her parents' car in Skaters Avenue, Walton, on Saturday, and was reported missing on Monday, her mum explained. The distraught mum said she was wearing black leggings, a black crop top, and a denim jacket at the time of her disappearance. She may have changed into a black dress and some fishnet tights, as these were found to be missing from her home. That very same day, Scott changed his profile picture on Facebook to an old photo 
of him and Bernadette with a heart emoji. The following day, he changed the photo again, this time to one where Bernadette cuddles her new baby sister. It appeared like Scott was very distraught about the situation, but at the same time, there were some strange things suggesting he actually knew more about Bernadette's disappearance than he initially let on. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. On Friday, the 24th of July at 6 p.m., Sarah sent a message to her friend saying she didn't understand why Bernadette had run away. I really think he said something to her in the car. Why would she even get in the car if she had no intention of coming home? Minutes later, Scott once again changed his Facebook profile picture, this time to a photo of Bernadette with his mother. Meanwhile, Sarah spoke about Scott's behaviour with a friend who had visited before. Apparently, Scott had shown some emotion when the friend in question arrived, but had not shown any emotion during the rest of the week. Sarah told her friend, I still think there is something dodgy about the way he's behaving. I ain't falling for a few fake tears. Later that day, Sarah messaged her boyfriend Chris, saying that she was not 100% sure of Scott's version of events leading up to Bernadette's disappearance. Sarah did multiple Google searches, including how to track a mobile phone, how to track a mobile phone's location, and I think my partner knows where my missing child is. Can police trace a text message to a location? Finding where a text is sent from and... Why haven't the police found my child? On the 5th of August, over a week since Bernadette vanished, a third article of her case was published, which included Sarah's statement. I can't eat or sleep properly. I miss and love my eldest princess so much. She's missing out on her baby sister, who has learned to smile and coo already. I have to think that she is hiding at one of her friend's homes, worried about coming home now that the police will want to speak to her. I can't think of any alternative scenarios. I just can't. I know my baby girl wouldn't be out there in the open. She's scared of being out in the dark alone. That's what makes me think she's at a friend's house. I just wish someone would say she's here and she's safe. I want to cuddle her. But right now, I'd accept that she's safe and well. 
Sarah Walker seemed genuinely worried about her daughter. But what if she knew all this time that Bernadette would never be coming home again? The police soon learned that on the day of Bernadette's disappearance, Scott's mobile phone was switched off between 11.23 and 12.54pm that day, around the very time that he was supposed to collect the teenager from his parents' home. And when it was turned back on, the first person Scott called was Sarah. The police also found it suspicious that Scott went to great pains not to give an exact location of where Bernadette got out of the car. Something just wasn't adding up. In her police interviews, Sarah revealed that Scott had told her to use Bernadette's phone to send messages so that it would seem like she was using the device herself. Sarah also told them that Scott had been abusive before, but that she didn't want to believe that he could have done something to Bernadette. Then, by the 14th of September 2020, investigators had poked so many holes in both Scott and Sarah's stories that they were both arrested and charged with perverting the course of justice and Bernadette's murder. The police did not have the teenager's body but more evidence was about to be found to suggest that something bad had happened to her. The following day, on the 15th of September, police started searching three garages in Churchfield Road, Walton. During these searches, they discovered Bernadette's rucksack, the one that she had had with her when she disappeared, in a lockup used by Scott Walker. In the rucksack was Bernadette's notebook, and one of the notes read, Told my mum about Dad and the abuse. She called me a liar and threatened to kill me if I told the police. What kind of parent wouldn't believe their daughter? It's fine. I'm going to pretend it's all okay until I leave home. Then I will block them out of my life. If I was brave enough, I probably would have left already or killed myself. Bernadette had tried to stop the abuse that had gone on for years and get away from a man that she had called dad for most of her life. Instead, it looked like that man had gotten rid of her to save his own skin. Sarah Walker's murder charge was later dropped, but she pled guilty to perverting the course of justice. But the evidence was enough to convict Scott Walker of murdering Bernadette Walker. The two were sentenced at Cambridge Crown Court on the 10th of September 2021. Sarah received a six-year sentence and Scott will remain behind bars for the rest of his life. It is believed that Scott killed Bernadette during the time his phone was off on July the 17th, 2020, to silence her allegations of abuse.
Afterwards, he called Sarah, letting her know what he had done. But the rest is still a mystery. And to this day, Bernadette's body has still not been found. And the truth of what really happened to her is yet to be revealed. Thank you for listening to this week's episode and thank you for your kind messages of support, feedback, positive reviews and of course your patience. If you are affected by any of the content featured in today's episode, please see the show notes or visit www.truecrimebritain.com where you can find links to further support. Great Britain, a kingdom that unites all four nations, England, Ireland, Scotland, and of course, my homeland, Wales. With a population of almost 70 million people, a rich cultural history, more than 1,200 years of constitutional monarchy and arguably the nicest cup of tea in the world. It's easy to see what makes Britain so great. As the gateway to Europe, it draws more than 40 million visitors a year from across the globe, each one hoping to experience what makes Britain so unique. But behind the pomp and the circumstance and the football greats, Britain has seen serious crime increase year after year, with incidents becoming even darker and more sinister. When a Metropolitan Police officer arrested a 33-year-old female for breaching COVID-19 regulations, he wasn't acting in the public's best interest but as a predator hunting for prey. A 24-year-old man collides with a tree in the Welsh Valleys in the dark of night and is witnessed walking away from the vehicle, alive. After that, he mysteriously vanishes. When an innocent toddler is taken from his mother's side in a shopping mall and the horror of his final moments are revealed... Think serious crime doesn't happen where you are? Think again. True Crime Britain features some of the most disturbing, heartbreaking and mysterious crimes committed in the United Kingdom. Crimes that have shocked and shaped us as a nation and beyond. Crimes where we may not always recall the specifics, but we will always remember the victims. And along the way, you'll learn about Great Britain itself, the towns and boroughs that make up its vast landscape, as we look inside the mind of predators, their prey and their hunting grounds. New episodes are released every Wednesday. You can subscribe now so you never miss an episode by simply searching for True Crime Britain on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or just visit www.truecrimebritain.com And remember, wherever you are, please stay safe.
it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.